Hello, everybody. Ella J here on behalf of WrestleZone. And today I am joined by your homie, the Nomi, Gabby Forza. How are you today? I am wonderful. Thank you so much for the introduction and having me. Of course. I am so excited to be chatting with you today. We'll be talking about a variety of topics, but I must say you've had quite the year in professional wrestling, starting your training last year, debuting in March, and already being considered a top candidate for PWI's Rookie of the Year. First of all, congratulations on that. Can you kind of tell us about some of the progress and strides you've made in the last year that you think has landed you to this point? Absolutely. Um, Thank you uh, for the congratulations. I was very surprised when that came out and um, I was just getting so many texts. It was like a week ago now. Um, My phone was just blowing. I was at work and (laughs) I'm getting so many texts. I'm like, everyone knows I'm at work. Why why am I getting so many messages? Every like wrestler I know was like, did you see this? I was like, no, I did not see that. And I was like, did you guys all, you're all in on the joke. You like edited my name or something. And um, so it, it's just a uh, disbelief. I feel a lot of like very, very grateful and lucky and that other people view me that way. Um, but it's been a very exciting year uh, since I debuted in March and now it's October, one year since I started training. Yeah. Um, I had my first, uh, just behind the scenes, I guess, a uh, practice match. So my first time doing a match at all with no one there uh, was in January. And then three months from there, I was in front of a whole crowd of people in a tag team match and it was electric and super fun and um I immediately got bit by the bug and I was just like wow I I guess I'm doing this (laughs) I guess it's real now (laughs) um yeah I originally signed up for wrestling school in October because it was three months before my football season started I know and I was like, oh, I have three months of off season. If I'm going to do it at any time, I have to do it now before football starts. And then I'll take a break. And um, I just never took that break because they kept giving me cooler and more exciting opportunities that I didn't want to say no to. Um, like Brian Myers and Pat Buck, my the trainers. And they were like, hey, you're going to be on a show. I was like, that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I'm not ready. <laughs> And then uh, it went great. And then I was on another show and it was like Creative Pro's biggest show ever in history. And I was, that was my second match. <laughs> and um, it was the show where MJF came home to Creative Pro. So that was a really big deal. It felt really big. Um, and we just did our best. So me and the girls I debut with, because we have a growing women's division at Creative Pro, which is an honor and exciting to be part of because I think for creative pro and probably I'm learning a lot um that women's wrestling on Long Island doesn't have that many wrestlers especially like actively learning or pursuing it yeah so the fact that we have right now four active students that are really talented and learning um and I'm I'm one of them so I'm very excited that they see the potential we have and just keep giving us cooler opportunities and I I got my third match was uh one of my very first big goals that I did not think I would even get to do this year which was wrestling open in Massachusetts I know I saw that that was my third match (laughs) that's crazy it was like I don't know how this is gonna go but I'm very lucky that they even want me or let me be on the show and then the crowd there is really awesome and I had so much fun and they had me back the following week 
I had my first feud with uh, Tina San Antonio. That was a, a whole segment. And uh, I had my, I think my like 12th, 11th match was a two out of three falls match, which was a lot. <laughs> I just keep getting like just opportunities that I'm not ready but I'm like, I'm going to do my best. I'm so excited. And uh, I just go out there and do my best and get really good reactions so far. And that's yeah. how it's been going. Uh, you know, that's amazing. Now you haven't necessarily won it, but I, like you said, that's a lot to be kind of recognized and seen as a top candidate for that recognition as rookie of the year in professional wrestling, you know, results are still pending, but I think regardless, especially considering technically you, you made your debut in March and that's like half the evaluation period is already gone by that point. You've done so much in that time, that little window of time to be considered that I think is, you know, absolutely huge for you. And like you said, you're still in the very early stages of your career. You've got a lot of firsts and milestones that you're still working on. What has been the most recent first or milestone that you've hit? So, uh, October has been really big for me because uh, actually just what where I left off with winning that two out of three falls match. Yeah. Uh, winning that match, I got to call out Masha Slamovich. And from the moment those words left my mouth, everyone in Wrestling Open and all my friends that are wrestlers like were calling me. They're like, are, do you have a death wish? Like, are you okay <laughs> mentally? Why would you call out Masha? And that was... Uh, probably one of my favorite matches ever and then one week later I had the craziest uh opportunity being able to wrestle Chris Statlander and the trios and yeah Brian Myers and Pat Buck and just being in a ring with all three of them was and even teaming with Leo Sparrow and uh GKM I, I love them both and I was very excited to wrestle them because I've I've been a fan of them for a long time I've, I love all the cap guys and I've seen them wrestle many, many, many shows because I was in the crowd for years, just watching them and cheering them on. And now I get to wrestle and be part of part of it all. And it's very magical. And I feel very, very lucky. Yeah, so. especially, I mean, against an, a Creative Pro graduate, Chris Statlander, TBS champion. I mean, Greta, you know, it was a, a trios match, but you had that opportunity to face to go face to face. I saw the photos. I saw some videos. <laughs> Um, I mean, can you tell us more about the opportunity to work with Chris specifically? You know, it was probably brief, you know, because it was trios action, but having getting to step into the ring with somebody like her, I feel like has to be very uplifting for you. Absolutely. Um, she is incredible. And I've, I mean, I feel like I'd say the same things before I wrestled her as after where I really look up to her and I learn a lot from her all the time because I, I watch her wrestle. Um, anytime I get to, anytime she's on TV and having all these amazing matches. So every time I watch Chris Statlander wrestle, I learn from her and just getting in the ring with her and being able to get my butt kicked um, by Chris Statlander. I was like, this is the coolest thing I've ever done. And um, it was great. It felt real. It was something I'll never forget. And um, yeah. It was yeah. a very big monumental moment for me, I'd say, because when you first join uh, Create a Pro or like they do like a New Year's thing where you write out your yeah. goals. And that was three months after I joined. Yeah. Um, I set like a dream opponent was Chris Statlander, which I think everyone writes her down. 
But um, the fact that I even got that opportunity this year, I was not expecting. It was like a long-term career goal and I got to do it this year. So, Well, you know, some things come to you early. You've certainly worked for it. It's just funny. And you kind of alluded to it earlier, you know, coming into wrestling, you had obviously backgrounds in in football and other sports. You were planning to, intending to only maybe try to make wrestling work for three months and then go back to football. But here you are over a year later. What kind of swayed or motivated you to stick with it and continue forward with your wrestling career? That's a great question. Um, I didn't want to stop. So that was a big thing um, where I knew I should stop because doing football and wrestling at the same time is the worst thing I've probably ever done. (laughs) And I did get hurt and I knew that would happen. But um, I just, I was like, okay, my rib's broken. How broken is it? It's not that broken. It's fine. I can still wrestle. I can still play football. And then I broke my finger and I was like, oh, it's fine. I just tape it to the other one and they're yeah. perfect. So um, I just kind of pushed through everything. Football season isn't uh, like wrestling where if there is an end date. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing about that, I was, uh, was like, all right, well, if we don't make it to playoffs, my season's over early. And then we made it to playoffs. And then I was like, well, um, if I get through playoffs, I have my first singles match coming up. I can't wait for that. And then we made playoffs and we won the championship. And then after the championship, a uh, week after, I debuted as a singles wrestler. And so it was kind of like, well, let's just get through the week and see what happens. Oh, I broke my finger. Okay, I'm still going to wrestle though and still keep getting better because I have so much to learn. And I want to make every opportunity I get count. And I don't want to say no to anything that's happening. So I just kept pushing forward and was like, we'll see what happens. Do you know what's funny is people were asking you if you had a death wish in wrestling Masha Slamovich. You know, you kind of said it like two of the most, you know, risky, you know, inherently risky, you know, kind of sports in there. And in continuing with that, you have to navigate responsibilities with football, also strength coaching, you know, not to mention a social life, family, et cetera. What is your secret to balancing all of these obligations? Kind of what is your approach to balancing these schedules while also maintaining your sanity? Um, I love everything I'm doing and it's all my choice. So I'm very lucky that uh, where I work, we train a bunch of wrestlers. So my boss is a huge wrestling fan and he's super excited for me that I'm pursuing wrestling. And, um, having played football the past 10 years, I always show up to work hurt and I always have the best attitude about it. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's football. Yeah, my arm. I can't use this arm, but I'll help you with this arm. Yeah. You know, so everyone at work kind of knows I'm a little crazy like that. And they're just like, oh, what'd you hurt this time? I'm like, well, this is how I hurt my new thing. (laughs) And then, um, yeah, so that's a thing at work. And then everyone in my family is super supportive. And um, my my parents bought the football team I play for when the owner was looking to sell a few years ago. So they're like, if I'm into something and giving it my all and they see that I'm like, I'm not sleeping at night, I'm giving like I'm up early going to sleep late because I just give my all to the thing I want to be doing, which is football previously. And now it's wrestling. Um, they're really supportive and I'm very lucky for that. So my family's really supportive. 
I'm dating the best person in the world for that. Uh, my fiance, Mr. Yes. Bronson. We'll He's... talk about that a bit later. Yes. Congratulations, <laughs> by the way, on your engagement. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm very, very, very happy. Um, I just think if anyone is made to succeed, I have all the elements to do that. So um, I do kind of talk myself into doing a lot of the things I do where um, I have the support, I have the resources, I have the best school very close to my house. Um, so I go every day whenever they'll let me. And then uh, I'm dating someone that is rooting for me and my success. And um, I have a job where they're super supportive and flexible that whether I'm doing football or wrestling, they're like, well, you have to put time into that if you want to be good at it, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, well, thank you. So I'm just very, very lucky. Very, very lucky. Yeah. And I mean, with all your success, obviously there hasn't not been some adversity. We'll talk a bit about your backstory because you've gone through a lot over the last five years and you recently shared a little bit of insight into some of the trials and tribulations that you've experienced. You know, your past ACL injury is obviously a tough injury to come back from, but three years ago, I feel like was even more kind of devastating. I mean, you miraculously survived uh, being hit by a Mack truck, which is incredible to that you are still here with us. So I am very grateful for that. You know, um, we don't need to go down the entire list of injuries, but I know a big aspect of that was breaking both of your legs, which highly hindered your ability to even walk for a year. So can you kind of talk us through kind of your road to recovery and essentially rebuilding yourself again? Yes. Um, so it's something I'm really proud of but I try to not make it like the main point of who I am Yeah, uh, because I did get through it and I got past it, but it's to a point where I meet so many people now that they don't know that about me. And I'm like, Oh yeah. So I have a lot of injury history. Um, and I've broken both my legs at the same time as a highly active person. And, um, uh, that was during the year of COVID. So it was 2020, no one's seeing each other. No one, that knows me regularly kind of sees me. And then I come back, you know, everyone starts to see each other in 2021 and I'm like walking, but I'm not off crutches. Like I have a scooter um, and people are like, oh, like what happened? I'm like, oh, forgot to tell you, I got hit by a Mack truck and my insides and outsides are all rearranged. So um, surface level, I looked okay. And I have a really good um, mindset about these things. So, um, yeah, it was, it was terrible to go through. I think I have a higher pain tolerance now because I experienced the worst pain of my life, um, for months straight. So it wasn't like, uh, uh the impact of an accident hurt. It was, um, months of the pain getting worse. And then, uh, you just, I think your body just chemically has to adapt to it. So I think that, I guess it helped me in, in the fact that I came back from that and started pursuing two very physically demanding mm -hmm. sports, but it's a, uh, it's a lot to put yourself through, um, whether you got hit by a Mack truck or you didn't. So I have to sometimes remind people that I have limits and, um, yeah, football is, uh, no one wants me to stop playing football, but being a linebacker is a high collision position. Oh 
it's not like being a wide receiver or a quarterback where you have big people protecting you. I am the problem on the field. Like I create um, that impact every time. So for me, I had the goal prior to this accident of trying out for the national women's tackle football team for the second time and making it as a making it and becoming an Olympic gold medalist. Yeah. So I think um, just the fact that all of that time leading up to that accident, all those injuries, I was in the best shape of my life. And not just as a person, like if you looked at me, you'd be like, oh, she's like, maybe okay. I was the strongest I've ever been. I was lifting 500 pounds, like easily. It was fantastic. Um, but I was thicker as a linebacker because I was training to be an Olympic gold medalist yeah. linebacker. I was like, I'm trying to be the best linebacker in the world. I'm not trying to be skinny. I'm trying to be durable. So getting hit by a Mack truck, I think that saved my life. Crazy to think about, you know, but you are the one who lived through it. And I mean, that's amazing one that you survived, but two, you kind of has a, have a positive mindset, you know, in in retrospect and were able to stay optimistic throughout something that I don't know if a lot of people would have been able, you know, and, and and thank God that you were kind of in the shape that you were in, which probably helped you a lot in recovery, (laughs) that you were in great shape and had a lot of strength. Talk about the process of kind of, I know you went through a lot of physical therapy, but talk about the process of kind of learning to walk again. You know, both of your legs were broken. I'm maybe, I don't want to assume, but maybe there was some station of like, I don't know if if paralyzed or maybe just weakened (laughs) muscle there. Talk about the process of learning to walk again. So, um, my legs became so skinny and it was like, like I had to, uh, have like this, mindset with myself that what I looked like did not matter anymore like I wasn't training to get back to football I was just trying to learn how to walk so um I would do like a lot of body weight exercises and they all hurt so um you can't really progress past uh your body's limitations and it was a year a whole year of just trying to build myself up to be able to walk again and then I couldn't without pain so I had to have another surgery so um I had ankle reconstruction surgery and then I had uh, I broke my femoral head which is like the strongest bone in your body not not supposed to break that one but I did and um they had to go into my hip and have a hip reconstruction surgery of sorts and that was in June 2021 and I wasn't discharged from physical therapy till February, 2022. So like, um, it's weird to think about, I was cleared to return to normal activities, which uh, they did not say return to football. I just kind of did that. Um, but they were like, yeah, you can, you know, go for a jog. And I'm like, I'm turning, I'm gonna go try football again. And then um, I tried out Team USA again. I was uh, not even fully like, I think I just ran for the first time. I've like envisioned like Forrest Gump breaking out of his leg braces. Yeah. It was like that moment, like, oh, he can run. I was like, ah, we're going to try. I signed up for Team USA tryouts because it happened that week. And I didn't make the team at all. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll just get through this season and uh, assess from there. And I had already gone to a wrestling open house at that time before I was even cleared I was like well if I can't keep doing football I'm gonna try wrestling 
So I had that in my mind February, like early. And then uh, I didn't join till October, like wrestling school. But I um, I just kind of kept trying to like testing myself. That's kind of what happened where I got cleared to walk, jog, run. Was like, well, every time I do something now, it's the first time I've done it in years. So uh, that was my life in 2022, which is last year. You know, I'm curious, <laughs> you know, once you returned to that football field, I was probably at that tryout, like you said, do you recall mm -hmm. the emotions that you felt when you first stepped back onto the football field? I didn't think I'd ever be able to do that again. So for me, it was, um, I was impressed with myself. Yeah. I was like very proud of myself. And again, like no one there, they'd seen me before because I've tried out before. No one there knew what I went through. And I didn't want to tell anyone. I wanted to like be assessed fairly mm -hmm. compared to other athletes and not be like, oh, like I have this sympathy story where I got hit by a Mack truck. I came back from it. And then they're like, wow, you should make the team. I was like, I'm not telling anyone what I went through. We're going to see how I do. And if I make the team, then it'll be a very inspiring story. Yeah. But if, if, you know, if I don't make the team, I want it to be fair and I want it to be because I wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. You know, honorable, you know, at that point too, you know, you were still kind of going through it, you know, like you said, if, if you make it great, if not, you know, there, you have so much rebuilding and potential that you can <laughs> still do to kind of and continue that, that uh, journey to that, you know, but I'm curious you, you know, you've been, you were doing football for a, a long time before that you have background in other sports. Why pursue wrestling specifically when there's, you know, there's so many different other sports you could do. What drew you to kind of attempt wrestling specifically? I really wanted a new challenge and something that would force me out of my comfort zone to be a little more, I'm a very creative person, yeah. but I don't really get to tap into that very much. Um, so I really enjoyed the aspect of wrestling. I love the athleticism and I love the physicality of the yeah. sport, but I've never had anything where I could bring out like my artistic and fun side. Cause I do have like my football team. I have like a reputation for being like, very jolly and fun but I'm also when I step on the field I'm a very aggressive like person but yeah. like almost not a person like I've become something else entirely and I was like wrestling would allow me to be that person again so um I love I love being the Nomi I've always I've always called myself the Nomi and I'm glad I get to um channel that into wrestling where there is a platform to be seen more because uh in football it's very uniform you can be yourself but to a point it's um it's a lot of limitations with wrestling it's a lot more fluidity and you can be whoever you want and i'm loving being who i am you are uh the homie <laughs> you're know me you know i i'm curious <laughs> i know you're super intrigued into the lore of gnomes and i i know some people believe that they can like eliminate like um evil and stuff like that what about gnomes specifically like fascinated you and can you kind of share some of this lore that you're invested in absolutely so gnomes are powerful beings we're like earth dwellers and at all times like you haven't i just realized you're holding a gnome right now <laughs> of course <laughs> 
So I always have a gnome on me. Like usually it's a big guy like this at work. This is my work gnome. Like I always have a gnome on me. It's, it's a, it's a thing that I've always done. Um, on my football helmet, I have a gnome hat and I've always like attached myself to gnomes because they are so cute and they're so strong and they're earth dwellers. So in, mm-hmm. in nature, you would find a gnome like working on building a house for a bird. Like gnomes are always out there. They're always working. The leaves wouldn't change color in the fall if it weren't for gnomes. Like we, we paint those. It's everyone knows that. But um, yeah, so gnomes are hardworking little guys and we're always out there working. And that's how I get my power. Like th- those little guys, they chose me to represent them in professional wrestling. So before it was football, wasn't enough of a challenge for me. I won a championship or a few. And now it's professional wrestling where the day I win my first championship, I will be so proud of myself. But also like the fact that I get to represent the gnomes and get them more gold because they love to collect gold is um, that's going to be like my greatest, my happiest day, I think. Hasn't happened yet, but I'm hoping. Fingers crossed, you know, you know, you're still less than a year since your debut, you know, just just keep going at it. But I have to commend you because I think especially so early on a lot of people kind of struggle with the character aspect and their character presentation in professional. And, you know, granted you're, you're still building up your character every day, but you're, you already have like a distinct identity kind of to your name and a distinct moniker to you that people can identify, you know, when you think of gnomes, you're going to think of of Gabby, you know, Mm -hmm. that I think not a lot of people have, especially early on that kind of self-awareness and like confidence in their identity of who they are. And yes, you're still developing it, but you have that foundation laid out for you, you know, um, and especially in the ring gear department, strong ring gear, love it, by the way, when <laughs> it comes to your ring gear, what would you say are some of your general sources of inspiration when crafting or envisioning your ring gear? What does that process look like for you? I feel like I just have so many cute ideas when it comes to gnomes. And that is, it's just always been my inspiration. Like gnomes come in all shapes, colors, and sizes any gender you can think of, any color you can think of. So to me, it doesn't tie me down to like, oh, well, blue's my color, don't wear blue. I can be any color, I can be anything, I can do anything. Gnomes are limitless. That's why I also say gnome, no limits. Gnomes, no, 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 no limits. Gnome, no, no limits. A little bit, bit of a tongue twister, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so for me, it's just like things that I think are cute, Um, what stands out to me or what I find appealing. And then I love red polka dots because they remind me mushrooms. Yes. Cute mushrooms. Um, Some people like, it's funny because I come up with what I think is cool and what I think is cute and what appeals to me. And then other people will come up to me and be like, you remind me of Super Mario or Christmas. And I'm like, that's okay. (laughs) I'm okay. I love Mario and I love Christmas too. So if that's what you think of when you see me in my gear, like, cool. I hope you have happy thoughts. Yeah, you're, you know, you're obviously rocking the the character presentation aspect of the sport, but, you know, you're still in this developmental stage, still kind of learning as you go. What would you say are some of the biggest challenges that you've faced so far in your career and how did you kind of cope with or approach them? So my greatest struggle, I would say every time I wrestle, is um, I have a gnome hat 
and I have so many colors and I never know which color to come out with. I have a red one and a purple one and blue and green. And so I'm currently trying every color. We're gonna run through all the colors and then whatever turns out to be like the best match I have, I'll be like, that's the one, that's the lucky mm. moment. So I don't have one right now. And I think it's really important for every gnome to have a hat. But right now, that's what I'm working on, figuring out. And then besides that, I study wrestling all the time. So I can always learn more and um, try to bring different things to matches. And I just try, I try to still learn and grow. And um, I try to do things that feel like me. So uh, currently, I'm a powerhouse. And I try to bring that to every wrestling match with the energy and I guess my style of wrestling, that's what people call it, but it's really just being the gnomeliest version of myself. I love that, that you've made that a verb. No, no it'd be an <laughs> adverb actually. Gnomeliest. <laughs> I, I try to be my gnomeliest self. I hope other people try to be their gnomeliest selves too. Yeah, I think, I mean, it's obviously up to you what you want to do, but I also think like there could be like in, you know how certain like uh colors, like the auras means like certain thing, depending on your mood and stuff like that. That might yeah. be like something too, you know, depending like, or the vibe of the match or just how you're feeling that day. That's like another thing, but it's so, it's so fun though, that this is kind of something that you can continue to play with because there's no linear path in, in wrestling <laughs> and everybody has their own, like you said, that creative theatrical aspect, you can kind of apply whatever the hell you want but you know you said you're continuing to learn you know you've learned and worked with some of the best people in the business so far is there a specific piece of advice or words of wisdom that kind of has stuck with you so far and who did it come from I feel like so far I've gotten the tremendous advice because I do get so nervous before matches as I think every every I want to say performer or wrestler um, athlete too does and I do get so nervous sometimes and I get so hung up on doing my best and being my best and bringing my best to the match. And um, everyone just says, all right, I hope you're having fun. And I'm like, I'm having so much fun. I'm having the most fun a girl could have. And um, I feel that's the most common advice I've heard thus far. And then the other piece is, um, if you are doubting yourself in some way to just be yourself and turn that up to 13. So turn it up. And that's me. That's always the easiest thing for me because I know who I am and uh, I'm just trying to get other people to know me. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> I know, she, I know you love your puns too, you know? <laughs> yeah. When you know, doubt, uh, I, just, I love, I love the puns. I have so many. There, there's that, so many that you can do. Yeah. This is endless. <laughs> you know, you, you recently stated the following on Twitter. You said, I hope to make a positive impact someday through training, football, wrestling, coaching, and persevering. I would say you're definitely doing that, but who are some people that have influenced and impacted you per personally and professionally? That's a great question. Um, hmm. Personally and professionally. I, I, I'm gonna say that I've never had like a person that I idolize 
um, which is, uh, I'm learning it's a unique thing. Yeah. Um, but every person I've met in football, which are people that I don't know right now, but I, when I met them, it, it like formed me as a person mm-hmm. and, um, playing on a football team of all women as an 18 year old into young adulthood, uh, where you're still figuring yourself out. I learned a lot from the women I met playing football and I learned how to be a strong woman and what kind of impact I want to have when I meet other people, I would love for them to feel the way that person made me feel. So like safe, um, confident, like encouraged. I love lifting other people up, not just physically. Um, yeah. So that's kind of like, I have like a few select people of, that were teammates, then became coaches. Um, and also my boss, my boss uh, on, on social media, he's the Stoked Brogy. He's an excellent human being. And because I've worked at Stoked Athletics for so long and I went through so many traumatic events um, with my injuries and all of that, he's seen me from the beginning to now and he's really proud of me, I think. And um, just the people that have been there for me when I was at my lowest and got to build myself back up is very, very long, slow process. But the people that were there for me when I needed them and uh, the people that were always there for me are the gnomes. So that's why they mean the most to me. But um, yeah, I, I've been through a lot. And uh, even though there was no one that held my hand through it, there were people that were there for me. And my boss is one of them at Stoked Athletics. So he's always, uh, he bought me a scooter so I could return to work. That's awesome. <laughs> Which is very supportive because scooters are not cheap. And uh, I needed that for a good year and a half. There, I was stuck on a scooter. I, I met so many people and coached people. They had to like look down at me because I was coaching them up from yeah. sitting because uh, I couldn't walk. So it's a, it's a very unique experience. And I, I don't think it's a good experience, but I can appreciate now that I've gotten through all that. And I, my life is easier now. It's a lot easier. So I choose to make it harder by doing wrestling. Yeah, you are not only a strong woman, you are also now an engaged woman. Like you said earlier, you are engaged now to Dirty Bulk Bronson. I mean, if you can tell us about that special moment and how the proposal went and all of that fun details. My fiance proposed to me in the best way he could have proposed to me because um, it was my birthday the next day. And uh, I live in New York, so um, both my, I don't know, how I'm, I'm going to say everything I want to say. Um, both my parents are first responders, and we're 9-11 first responders. So in 2001, when 9-11 happened, my entire life, uh, my birthday was never the same after that. Yeah. Because it was a very sad day, not just for everyone in New York who was affected by 9-11, but my family has a lot of ties to the police and um Thankfully, they're both alive and okay. But my birthday, I've never celebrated just because uh, it's such a tragic day yeah. um, for most people. So out of respect, I've just never celebrated it. And I don't really like my birthday. The day before my birthday, I told Bear that I really wanted to go to dinner and like get dressed up. And um, so that's what we did. And he made, he picked, I picked the restaurant because I really wanted to go there. 
And as we're driving there, he's like, I want to stop somewhere. It's a beautiful spot near the water. You'll love it. I was like, okay, I love an adventure. And he was being weird. And he's like, there's something here I want you to see. And I was like, are there gnomes here? And he's, he's like, I didn't want to tell you in case they're not here, but I think there's gnomes here. I was like, we're going on an adventure to find gnomes. This is the best birthday ever. And then um, we get out of the car and we're both walking like different ways because I'm looking for gnomes. Like I am on a mission and I found them and there were three beautiful gnomes set up in a very strange spot. And I was like, this looks like I'm about to be sacrificed. It looks like a trap for me. <laughs> and so one of the a gnomes trap, holding though. a perfect trap and one of the gnomes was holding a box and that had the ring in it and I was crying and laughing because I was like you use gnomes to get me here to, to lure you in it's kind of brilliant <laughs> like, though it's very yeah. brilliant he's so sweet and then uh out of the bushes came our came out our whole families and it's just a very perfect perfect day so I was like I can't believe there were gnomes here this is the best possible engagement it is two more questions for you by the way yeah i i know it's still early you know mm -hmm. i don't know when the date is but do you have any specific wedding plans or visions right now yes okay so i'm going to get married next year and it's going to be halloween themed period love I'm that so <laughs> excited i'm like this is gonna be a dream for no one else but me <laughs> So I'm super excited for that. I think that, you know, there's a lot of things you could, I mean, you can make it kind of mix some gnomes, some spooky, I don't know what you want to do. You know, it's still a year away. You got a lot of time <laughs> to think about it, but I love that. Cause I'm a, I'm a fall baby. So it's yes. right around Halloween. So like, I love that, you know, Oh, when's your birthday? Um, um, it's in two days. So, so That'll be fun. You're right on my alley. Um, it is going to be Thanksgiving soon. We're in that season, the thankful time of year. Can you share three things that you are grateful for in your life? Oh my gosh, I love that. Um, I'm super grateful for my fiance and his wonderful taste because um, I'm, I'm so scared of losing this ring. I've never had anything valuable in my life. I'm a CVS jewelry girl because <laughs> i'm like if i lose this adorable spooky earring i lose earrings $8. all the time that's why i get yes. cheap ones all Me the time too. And i'm like oh I, I lost one i'll just replace it because it was seven dollars yeah. at cvs yeah. so that's me and then he bought me this beautiful ring for our engagement which i never want to lose he got me a know me one so he proposed to me as the know me as well and it's got mushrooms all over it and i'm obsessed with it so I'm very appreciative of my fiance and his wonderful taste and the fact he got me a known engagement ring that I wear while I wrestle. That's really, really cute. Just be careful, please. I will. <laughs> Not the real thing, but the, the mushroom okay. one. Yeah, so yeah. Perfect. I love it so much. Um, so I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for Creator Pro Wrestling because it's really changed my life, um, joining that school and being there. And in life, I'm grateful for my strength, both inner and physically, because the physically came second. I had to stay strong um, a lot in a lot of ways. So I've, I'm very grateful that my inner strength has made me an outer strong person. <laughs>
Yeah. And especially, you know, you've had such a unique kind of backstory and, and journey, you know, but this is just the beginning of you in the, in the world of, you know, wrestling and all of that. So congratulations again on, on all the success, you know, I don't know when the results of the PWI is going to be coming out, but, you know, to be considered a top candidate, I think for rookie of the year, I think is very telling of, you know, you've set yourself up on this path for success, you know, and, and you should be really proud of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's, it's unbelievable and very, very exciting. And I'm like, I don't know who makes these decisions, but thank you for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> and it, potential in me or whatever. Yeah. And I feel like you can only go up from here, you know, um, barring all, you know, injuries. And of course, cause that's just wrestling in and of itself, yeah. especially with football, but you're mm -hmm. setting yourself up on a, on an upward trajectory right now. And it's rightfully earned, uh, the recognition, but before we let you go, Gabby, can you please share where the listeners can find you online? Yes. Um, I am at the T H E underscore Nomi G N O M I E. Um, and that's, uh, on Instagram, on Twitter, I just announced today on Twitter that my fiance and I are actually going to start a blog soon. So that. if you follow me, you'll maybe see some of that. We're going to have so much fun. And I can't wait to share more gnome adventures because I just got a gnome waffle maker and um, it was like the best breakfast I've ever had. But I, I was vegan in a time mm -hmm. in my life. So during that time, I was like, well, foods with faces you don't eat. Now I'm not vegan, but today I was faced with waffles that had adorable gnomes on them. And That's when it awesome. came time to eat them, I was like, I don't want to eat this. I can't eat them. So it was kind of like the worst thing I could have done because I made waffles and then I was really, really sad about mm -hmm. cutting into them yeah. to eat them. So funny. It was a, I was not expecting that happening. <laughs> Do you, is there specific waffles that you eat, like, like flavor wise, or you just eat like straight plain buttermilk? So I, I love waffles and I don't make good ones. I prefer to buy them from people that are very good at making them. Oh, fair. But um, when I do have a waffle that I make at home, I use like a batter, but I add like um, sugar-free pudding to it, like the mix. Oh. And then you can make it whatever flavor you want. Oh. So I had, I had like um white chocolate waffle today. Oh, that's, I've never done that. It's pretty Thank smart. You. You're welcome. That's... You have to add a little extra water to keep the consistency. Yeah. But like, yeah. That sounds so good. It's delicious. It's so great. Huh. I'll have to try that. And you'll have to offer, uh, you'll have to show us more of your waffle making on YouTube and vlogs, please. So. Thank you. That's my, that's my, I'm like, I just made this so I could share more known things. Exactly. That too. Because exactly. people ask at shows and they're like, so how into gnomes are you? I'm like, have you ever seen the movie Dodgeball yes. where she's about to bring a guy inside and she's like, well, stop. I really like uni unicorns. And then he's like, all right, that's cool. She's like, no, I really like unicorns. And then every surface inside the room is covered in unicorns, both unicorn mm -hmm. blankets, unicorn yeah. pillows. Like, that's me. That's who I am. So I have a that's few awesome. hundred gnomes and I'm excited to show everyone them. Unapologetically, the gnome, Gabby yes. Forza. Thank you so much for chatting with me today. Thank you so much for having us.